0: What's going on Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to be going over at the quarter mark of the season, what are some of the biggest takeaways we can take from this Bulls team, both positive and negative. We're going to get into that. We're going to preview the game tonight against the Golden State Warriors and Billy Donovan gives a not so promising update in regards to Alonzo Ball's injury. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, you know, we are at the quarter mark of the season. The Bulls still sit under 500. And this is, of course, frustrating a lot of Bulls fans. This is it's triggered some people into thinking hey let's go full rebuild let's tank for everything all this you can you can do first round picks even though it's not realistic um so with that being said you know all those Ben Simmons trades yesterday's I was surprised at the number of you guys that really uh you know thought that was good and like get two marginal first round picks back for both DeMar and Vooch but nonetheless and it, when it when it when it's all said and done it's this right this Bulls, this point of the bull season so far has left a lot to be desired in regards to the team. It's left some things to be concerning, some things that are kind of positive, and some things that are just head scratching on why we notice it as fans, but it seems like this coaching staff may not be noticing. And the first, the biggest takeaway so far into the bull season is just that Zach Levine is not being Zach Levine. Now, I know some of you guys are now all completely against Zach. Oh, Zach's was always a mark. People forget that Zach was one of the most efficient players in the NBA. 10th in the league in scoring at one point in time. I think he got as high as eighth one season as well. But with that being said, Zach Levine's play has been the largest disappointment of the Chicago Bulls season. Why is that? A, he just signed a long-term extension, the biggest uh, contract in Chicago Bulls history. On top of that, you know, the point of the knee, they made a big deal of saying over the course of the offseason that the knee injury wasn't like a, an injury per se. It was in there, that the surgery was to go in there, clean some things out, and then, you know, get Zach Levine back to where he was. And then the, uh, one of the biggest concerns in this as well, the last time Zach Levine came off any type of major knee surgery, he did not have. He, he shot the ball inefficiently. He had a low PER. Um, that was his first season coming back with the Chicago Bulls. That was one of the most disappointing. Let me not say disappointing in the, in the, to, in the scope of, I don't think people really expected Zach Levine in that first season back after major knee surgery to really be anything. The, the the numbers there are dangerously close to the numbers we're seeing now. When you look at 38% then shooting from the field, he's four, right at 40% right now. 34% shooting from three-point range his first time. He's 34% right now. So, And while that was only a 24-game sample size, we're at 17 games in the season. So the fact that it's come along a little bit slower than what a lot of us were expecting, a lot of us uh, wanted, and this team needs in a lot of ways, it's definitely the biggest concern in the it, our takeaway from the Chicago Bulls season so far because it leaves that what if, right? It leaves that, hey, if Zach was playing better, if he was hitting these shots at a better clip, where would we be then? At the end of the day, Zach Levine is not himself. He has not been playing to the level that, or the expectation that he set, and he definitely isn't playing to the level that's that's expected after you, you sign a long-term big-time extension, again, the largest in Chicago Bulls history. So, you know, it, it kind of is what it is there. This team needs to really look at this and make some serious improvements to just get back into that level. Um, and so, you know, that's Zach Levine and his issues are one of the biggest ones there. Another one of the takeaways, some people take this as a positive, some people take this as a neg- negative. The fact that that Billy Donovan was extended, right? That's it. The fact that Billy Donovan was extended and the Bulls did not release we got that from a side story from Sham Sorania, and it's just, it's a little bit head-scratching. It makes you wonder why... You know, the, the franchise isn't as communicative. And we'll talk about that again later on in the episode when we talk about Billy Donovan's comments and how he's really the only one giving us a flat-out answer when it comes to Lonzo Ball. But the Billy Donovan extension has been one of the biggest question marks for a lot of fans um, as far as just when it happened, why it happened, um, and then how it's like the season is now gone, you know, with this coming after the fact and us finding this out after the fact. So definitely some concern there, definitely one of the takeaways. And this next one is going to be some... some uh, people who are one mind of it, some people who are another mind of it, and that's Pat, Patrick Williams starting off the season being passive. P came out, played much better uh, for a handful of games, and you know, but but he's not making that leap that a lot of Bulls fans wanted. And again, we've been saying this team really needs to get to a, a different level. When you talk about the bet on continuity, Patrick Williams, even though he's his defense has improved, even though uh, it seems like he's not hesitating on shots anymore, last two games only scoring seven points over those games has really been one of his uh, his worst stretches in, in the last couple of weeks. But with that being said, he still hasn't made that leap. We still don't for sure know what we have in Patrick Williams. Now, some of that's on him. Some of that's on the coaching staff for put, not putting him in the best situations. There's a lot of things going around with that. But at the end of the day, it's this. You can be positive on Patrick Williams' improvement, right? You can be negative on the fact he hasn't made that leap. But all, it's all said and done is that Patrick Williams isn't giving us the output and production necessarily that we need from him at this point when you really look at, yeah, he's shooting the ball really well. The shooting percentages are great. He's always shot the ball at pretty good percentages. don't want to take away from that. It's good that he's been able to do that. It's good to see him finally start realizing and utilizing his body in different ways on the defensive end as well. But at the end, but it when it's all said and done, it's this. Coming into the season, one of the biggest things in question marks were, especially after the offseason with DeMar DeRozan, what was Patrick Williams going to give us now? And we're not quite seeing that even with the most optimistic uh, person on Patrick Williams' season so far, he's not really giving us that together. Another one of the takeaways from this is the big three, the fit of our big three, and what it is. We have a negative um, point differential with these three on the court. That's Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic. The fact that the bet on continuity was there, and it seems like We have not benefited from that bet on continuity by these three players and the team overall playing better as a team. That is a huge takeaway from this. And one of the ones that, again, you have to start looking at AK and Eversley and the way that they built this roster. And again, that's not to say trade one of the big three or so to say, but if you know you have a big three that are very limited in the way that they have to go about things that may not be fitting some things together, you decide to bring that coach or extend that same coach who's not getting as much out of that big three, and then you still didn't add to this roster the shooting that we needed. The size, when Drummond's healthy, I think the size thing is is mitigated. Some we still did need and absolutely still do need more size to this team. But you have to look at this big three that's been constructed. The fact that it seems like the front office is not really as concerned about some of the mismatches and things we have with the small ball issues on this team. You have to look at those type of things. That's definitely still a takeaway from this season overall as well. Now, let's get into some of the positive takeaways. Um, a, seems like the Bulls got a, got a solid one in Daylon Terry. Even though he's not giving us NBA minutes, if you look at what he's been able to do down in the G League, all that potential, if they're just waiting on size for Daylon Terry, okay. But at the end of the day, it's this. like When, it looks, when you look at Daylon Terry, it seems like the Bulls got themselves a heck of a player at that draft position, and we'll see what he turns into. Now, again, this is all judgment off the G League, so leave a little bit of headroom for that to go either up or down. Uh, But we do want and need to see Daylon Terry play a little bit more on the NBA level before really to say what we have in him. But it seems like the Bulls got a dog, got some player with energy, got a a player that can stack the chat sheet in different ways. Um, We just need and hope that that's going to actually translate to the NBA court for Daylon Terry some point sooner rather than later, because especially with the way that the Bulls are playing, his playmaking, his passing ability, we can can use that big time. Um, So... Um, that's kind of where I sit right now, quarterway into the season. Um, as far as the play on the court, you guys have known I've been vocal about it. The defense, lack of defensive intensity, consistent intensity on the defensive end has completely killed the Chicago Bulls. Inability to guard the three-point line, inability to shoot. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything anytime from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain, Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Three-pointers that are decent clip themselves. This is all things that are drastically holding this team back from hitting any type of potential. And right now, holding them back from even looking like a playoff team at this point in the season. Can things, will things turn around? That remains to be seen. I do think that there's a possibility in there. I'm still holding that. I know a lot of Bulls fans are like, I don't understand the optimism. At the end of the day, it's this. We've seen what this team can be when it's rocking and rolling. We've even seen it some in, in games this season. We just need to see, wait and see if that's going to be something that they can turn into consistency. If not, what does that mean for the trade deadline? We'll see. Now, enough of that. Let's get into the game for tonight against the Golden State Warriors. And, The question that I had coming into this one is just, I don't, I listen with the way that the bulls played last two games, um, well last game specifically, even at parts in the Utah game, I'm saying this, um, it's hard to expect the bulls to get a win in this one, right? It's hard not to expect that the bulls are going to come in to golden state and get completely blown out the water. The thing with this team is though, is that we know that this team plays up and down the competition. They have nights where they look like they're, they should be one of the better teams in the Eastern conference. What version of the of the uh, Chicago Bulls is going to show up tonight against the Golden State Warriors? That's one of the biggest questions here. It makes it so difficult to even try to preview this game. This is going to be a game where the Bulls are going to have to have that defensive intensity, find that at some point, maintain that against this team. One of the Chicago Bulls' biggest biggest weaknesses is our three-point defense. The, the Golden State Warriors come in as one of the best teams, and they have three players shooting over 40%. From the three-point range, this can be a game in which you can see Andrew Wiggins, you can see uh, Clay Thompson, you can see Patrick Williams, hell, even Victor DiVincenzo could come in and have a big three-point shooting night. The Bulls have to defend the three-point better, especially in this game. This is the game, if you're going to find a way to defend the three-pointer and look like you're uh, respectable in that area, this is the game where you guys need to find it, period. Now, the Golden State Warriors come in at one of the most potent offenses. I think they're ranked third in the nba but they're ranked 27th in defense now when bulls have come into these uh, games against these teams that rank high offensively but low defensively they really haven't been able to take advantage of it because we do not shoot the ball consistently we need to see this team have that consistent shooting effort take the smart shots play as a goddamn team if you can do this you can find some success on the offensive end it's just if you can keep up that defensive intensity this is another game in which the front court hopefully is used correctly um, Nikola Vucevic, Andre Drummond, they are going to be bigger on that front line than anything the Golden State Warriors can throw at them. But is the coaching staff going to go to them consistently? Is Vooch going to play like the big man we know Vooch can play like at certain times? Is Andre Drummond going to be out on the court more? Is he going to—is his ability to rebound the ball going to play off big for the Chicago Bulls? These are the things that this team needs to do if they want to have any form of success against the Golden State Warriors. This is not going to be easy. The Golden State Warriors now finally back at 500. They always set records it seems like against the Chicago Bulls this coaching staff this team the players everybody needs to come into this game locked in with a goddamn plan. You can't come in this against one of the best head coaches in NBA history in my opinion in Steve Kerr and come in here without a scheme. You can't come in here and not make adjustments. You can't come in here and come out flat and that and I wish I could say that I could bet on my team coming in here and not playing flat but I can't. This Chicago Bulls team has to, at some point, look themselves in the eyes and ask them what type of team they want to be, what type of effort that they want to be. Listen, DeMar DeRozan, I don't know if we're going to put Patrick Williams on Andrew Wiggins, but DeMar DeRozan is about to get cooked tonight. If he keeps up the defensive effort he's been, or the lack thereof of the effort on the defensive end of the ball, we have to be locked in. Zach Levine also has to be locked in. Again, if he's going to shoot the highest percentages or not, take smart shots. Pass the ball to your teammates. Get out in transition when you can. These are the type of things that the Bulls are going to have to do if they want to be able to be successful against the Golden State Warriors. This ain't going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty. This is about to be an ugly game either way. Win or lose for the Chicago Bulls, I guarantee you, this is going to be an ugly game. And there are going to be times where the Golden State Warriors put up 12, 15, 18 points, and and, and the Bulls probably go on like 18 and 6 runs. Because this Golden State Warriors team, the way they can get hot, the way they can shoot the three-pointer, is going to be difficult for the Chicago Bulls with what they've shown this season. The Bulls have to figure out at some point, what, what do they want to be? I said it before. We we I said they I gave the Bulls until the end of December. I mean, end of November. We are now in December. This is the first game in December. I'm going to give them until the end, though. I see how they look in the next two games against the Warriors and the Kings. But at that point, it's time to start predicting or just realizing this team ain't it. This team ain't going to be it either. This team may not figure it out. And I know everybody likes to go to, oh, but what about the Celtics last year? The difference between the Bulls this year and the Celtics last year is the Celtics had players. Their their best two players are two-way players. They play and lock in on the offensive and defensive end of the ball. You know what else they did? Jason Tatum turned one of his weaknesses of points in the paint to a strength of his. So I get it. I hear the Golden State Warrior comparisons. I know any season can turn around, but this team got to prove it to me. And hopefully they start proving that sooner rather than later. All right, before we go for today, we got one last topic. Billy Donovan gave the most flat out, clear status on Lonzo Ball that we've gotten so far. Billy Donovan said this. It's been really slow. I'm just being honest. He's working through more and more, but it's not like I can give you any report. Hey, he's running, he's cutting, he's jumping, he's doing individual skill work. The next step is we've got to let him get some contact. To be honest with you, we're not even close to that. Keep in mind, not even close to him running, cutting, jumping, or individual contact. Him working through the pain he was experienced before. There was, uh, there has been improvement in that area, but they're also trying to continue to build up strength because of the lack of time he's had, so to speak, in training. Most shout out, you know, as much issues that you have with Billy. Shout out to Billy Donovan for being the straightest shooter that we've gotten on this Lonzo Ball situation. You know, a lot of reports came out over the last week. Oh, the Bulls are confident uh, he can come back when the calendar turns. Oh, the All-Star break. You even heard some reports into December. It does not seem by any stretch of the imagination that Lonzo Ball is going to be back on the court for the Chicago Bulls anytime soon. I've been saying for a while, I do not expect him to play this season. And these updates kind of make me want to double down on that opinion. I do hope that I'm wrong. I do hope that we see Lonzo Ball Sooner rather than later, but everything is pointing to Lonzo Ball having a fully missed season. And you have to ask yourself if that's the case, then what is he going to do this off season to really ramp up, get really b- build all that strength in that need, get over everything? Like, Lonzo Ball, if he does not play this season in the summer, he needs to attack it. He needs to attack it because we're going to need it. Like, to have a, a whole lost season. Of Lonzo Ball. Man, and I know a lot of Bulls fans as well have this thought that Lonzo Ball is what's going to be what's going to come to save the Bulls season. If you think that, it's going to be a long season for you because it does not seem like we are getting Lonzo Ball back anytime soon. But again, I hope that I'm wrong on that. Let me know what you guys think on that update down below, but that's it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. You can follow the show at uh Bulls Central Pod and on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns Chicago Bears oh, Bull Central Pod at gmail.com Lastly if you want to leave a text and or voicemail The number to do so 773-270-2799 We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls Related because of you guys And like a like to everything on Go Bulls, love you guys and see red right, y'all Peace This has been a presentation Of the Break Media, Media.